Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dope. It's so fun. I can't do anime. I, I, the closest I can get to it is the is wrestling. Is <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Vindicated. <laughs> uh, I should have saw that one coming. <laughs> oh, with no. that, I feel like we're feeling kind of. <laughs> Kind of like we could argue a bit over certain things. And so mm. let's let's bring this in. Welcome back to Fives a Crowd. Um, if you didn't catch it last time, unfortunately, we are fours a group this time around. Um, our buddy Chris cannot make it. So we have a candlelight vigil here for our buddy. But he'll be back next time. We hope. No, we won't. Unless no, Cam... You know, puts these out of order like he did our last episode. Hey, then. that was on me. Oh, okay. that was. Okay. I was. I, I sat down to edit, and I looked at the calendar and saw he mixed it. So I was like, "All right." <laughs> I, I had intention, and then I realized after that it wasn't really important. Because <laughs> like there was something that we talked about in that episode. I don't remember what, but I was like, "It's relevant, so we need to get it up, so that mm. we don't pass the relevancy." Well, yeah. I mean, it was right. You were but, right. But gotcha. then I realized that in doing so, it kind of ruined the genealogy, the deal. flow of the jokes. It's all good. <laughs> My bad. It's all well, good. Depending on how you watch this or how we post this in order, Chris will be back in either two weeks or next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's a surprise. You know, no. Surprise, mother. Keep your toes. <laughs> but we've got Cam, Austin, Zach, myself, Tony. We're going to have ourselves a fun little debate night. Uh, we're going to throw out some fun debates, maybe some hey. deeper stuff. We'll see what happens. Since Chris isn't here, can we do food debates? You got one in mind? No. I just know Chris hates the food debate. So do I, though. <laughs> uh, no, you hate the uh, who would win in a fight between. Yeah, that's you know, true. Well, it, it's also just because I'm not very well educated. <laughs> so, and that's why I was saying is if we could have thrown the debates in prior, yeah. I could have done my research. Mm -hmm, so then mm -hmm. we could I could have brought some meat to the table. It's true. Otherwise, I'm just like. Uh, yeah. So on the debate thing, I just happen to be. Um, we're trying to find a good cell phone for Brinley. And so I, I turned to Reddit to just see. I was like, I wonder if Reddit, if I put in like best cell phone and I started to type best and come to find out there's a subreddit called just best. Oh. And, uh, and so then I was kind of reading through some of those and I happened to come across one that reminded me of you because it was who would win in a fight between. And it was... Um, Oh, I can remember two of them. Who was the third? Oh, it was who would win in a fight between James Bond, Jason Bourne, and John Wick. And this one comment, this guy went into depth. Like, he had it laid out. He's like, first off, James Bond's out. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a lot of detail i like it i mean he's gonna be killed if like the, right the out debate the gate. Were who gets the girl it's bond obviously but <laughs> yeah. but it, oh and part of the question was too that um not only are they in a fight but they have the artillery is that the word yeah um that they have that they actually have so like uh, and they go into that. They're like, well, Wick then in that case has the bulletproof suit. He's got all the guns, that type of thing. But Bourne is literally a trained killing machine. He's got the most training of the three. And so, but then it's, yeah, it's like Bond. He's got all of his little gadgets and stuff, but 
let's be honest, Bond's going to be gone. I love, I, love I don't know which Bond, which Bond are we talking? Daniel Craig? <laughs> the character. That's um, just it. So. I mean, but 007 is an agent number. It's like an assigning. Yeah. It's not the character. So we're we talking like Daniel Craig? Well, actually, so I remember there's, all, there's always been debate about that. The all of the different actors were always playing the same person. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Positive. Yes. Because in the Daniel Craig ones, he goes to his childhood home and he bond it's like Bond Manor. Like it's in Skyfall. Mm-hmm. In oh. in Skyfall, he goes to the Bond Manor. He is James Bond. Like that's that that's his actual name. Because I was with you for a long time. It's a code, 007. Yeah. And I thought James Bond was a code name because I was like, what spy is dumb enough to tell everybody in the world his freaking name? <laughs> James Bond. James, James Bond. Bond. <laughs> Bond. James, James Bond. Bond. And he tells you twice to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> He's just that confident. Yep. Until he meets up with Wick, John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? Born, so John Wick Jason would even. Born. That's that's why Bond would lose is because John Wick would just shoot while he was like Bond. <laughs> 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 right. Just be done. Well, and so one of the arguments with Wick too was his high pain tolerance. The guy clearly takes a beating, mm-hmm. and he can still fight. Um, but anyway, it, I don't, I don't want to get into that. Cause well, I know you don't... you've already opened the can of worms. Yeah, so what was, was the way to start that one off? So Tony. honestly, it depends. You're just like a woman. You're like, eh, well, this was this one. And then, but we don't need to talk about it. Okay. Did, did uh, wow. now did we're Jason, talking about it. Did Jason, <laughs> what <Bourne>, is it? <laughs> did Jason Bourne kill John Wick's dog? <laughs> That's a good point. That's the breaker right there. That's a good so, point. Or did John Wick kill Jason Bourne's girlfriend? <laughs> or did they kill each other's? So to be to be honest, I actually we were right in the middle of watching Halo, and so I never actually finished reading it. I started reading it when we were taking like a bathroom break. Jenny had to run and do something. And so I started reading it, and then when she came back, we started our episode again, so I never finished reading it. So I don't know what this guy's outcome was. I kind of think, well, what's your outcome? I think, given the way the question was worded, and they have the artillery, John Wick. The guy, that scene, in, is it the second one, when he goes to the the wine sampling and gets to see all the guns and then he gets the suit tailored to him. That's bulletproof. Like the guys, he's ready. And he was trained on the streets. He's dirty. He's dirty. <laughs> I don't know, man. Close, Yeager. close combat. I'm think I'm taking Jason Bourne from, a, from a distance. I don't I'm know. Wick. John Wick killed a dude with a pencil. That's what I'm saying. Close. But then yeah. Bourne did Bourne. stab someone with a pen. Yeah. Andy, in what is it the third one? He fights the guy with a rolled up magazine. That's right. I think Bourne might have this one. Bourne, I think Bourne, Bourne might have one. it, man. Do you remember that TV show? Um, I think it was on Discovery or History or something where they would take. Like, I love that show. You know exactly. Yeah, what I know I'm exactly. About? What we're talking they would take about. like histories. Greatest Warriors and actually crunch was, all the data. It was called Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, dude, yeah, so good. And I it, loved watching the like jelly molds where they like hack yep. at them and mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> There's this show oh, called the oh, shoot. I think it's called like Forged in Iron or something like that on Netflix. For, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's not quite like that. Like they don't. It's just Forged in Fire. Is that what it is? Forged mm-hmm. in Fire. They don't. 
hat like put uh situations up but they have them make these weapons and then they do they test the weapons on different things yeah. it's awesome they should do a celebrity death match between John Wick and Jason Bourne. <laughs> the Claymation yes, Celebrity yeah, Yes. Remember that show? Kind of creeped me out. It's still, it's on uh, Paramount Plus. Like new? There's a few new episodes, yeah. What? There should be a Pete uh, Davidson and a Kanye. There should be a Will and a Chris. and a... <laughs> Yeah. There's quite yeah. a few that should be going on. Uh, okay, but um, I have a question I came across that's uh, a little more serious. And uh, I, d- I don't have like any. Well, I have my answer, but no, no, like hit. Uh, Bring it on. What is the best or most important subject in grade school and why? Most important subject. So in I feel grade like school. so best and most important, I feel like would have dis- different answers. <laughs> OK. And I, when I say grade school, I mean K through 12. Like, oh, best and most important. <laughs> so my answer on this, just kind of thinking about it, is English. And the reason I say that living in America, the reason I say that is you have to learn your alphabet and learn how to read to get anywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a very it's a it's one of the most important basic skills you need to have. Yeah. So that that's my answer. Because I feel like everything else evolves from there. Man, I don't know. See, because I would say my the best was woodshop. Because <laughs> I had a great time. Learned a ton about like doing stuff myself, how to build things, all that stuff. Use all the machines. And my woodshop class in Colorado, we would do a cardboard boat regatta every year. Mm-hmm. So we'd spend uh-huh. like a week building boats out of cardboard and duct tape and we'd race them in the pool. Mm-hmm. Nice. It was great. I would almost argue that today would almost be like some sort of computer tech class. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're not learning computers, if you're not learning technology and all that stuff, like going forward, it's going to be a rough time. That's a good point. Yeah. See, but. Because even with that, though, I feel like you still need to be able to read and write. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that English isn't important. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not. The most important. important. You know what I mean? Like, it's still up there. (laughs) This is the debate. I know. See, because. So if you couldn't read or write. Yeah, if you're putting, then com- you wouldn't be able to to program a computer. But are we are we saying that they could only take one class? No, I'm just saying which is the most important. So let's let's just say the most important class is the one that they focus on ninety nine percent, and then they have the others just thrown in there like electives. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys? What do you think? Philosophy? <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, no, uh, gender studies? Notice none Basket of, weaving. None of us are jumping on math. Homeback. It's because I got a calculator dude, in my I pocket. I still right? know how to sew because of that one class. <laughs> Zach? Well, I have no clue, to be honest. I want to say English, but then my senses are like... What about math, though? Exactly. That I'm starting to think about it, all the other stuff. Because you think about it, math is kind of its own language. Yeah. I I, ha- I did have a small class in like seventh grade that taught me how to do finances a little bit. I mean, I know that 
that's kind of a dead thing, but I was all I was taught how to write a check. Well, I was taught how to do you know balance Florida, money and Florida stuff. Florida just passed a law that you now have to take a financial course as a common core. Before it's a, you can a financial gra- literacy course. Yeah, financial literacy course before you can graduate from high school. See, but would you I, why do we live in Utah? Let's go to freaking Florida, dude, man. Dude, have you seen Dexter? <laughs> That's yeah. why we don't we live don't, in Florida. We won't be in Miami, dude. Let's go <laughs> sure. to like Orlando. I, I listen to a murder podcast on a weekly, and I would say ninety percent of those murders are taking place in Florida. <laughs> That's so, a Florida man, dude. dude <laughs> it's just one man. Just one guy. A Florida man. <laughs> he ate both he ate, he ate bath salts years ago and he's still going right <laughs> i will say every crazy video i ever come across in reddit is always based in florida i don't so know why true, i do not know because why. they're living it up out there <laughs> florida's uh, just having some fun on all but spectrums I- people go there to retire <laughs> ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yep. But no, so would you would you classify finance classes under math though? Mm, not really. Not, no. I th- I kind of think I'm leaning towards Tony because it it does make sense. If you think of the of the very basics, you have to have good English skills, being able to read, write, all that stuff, to do all of the other things. Yeah, all I mean, you need to be able to in, in, understand instruction. Uh-huh. I mean, I, you just take it all the way back to kindergarten. They're teaching them the alphabet first. Yeah. Heck, my kid knows the alphabet, knows all the letters, yeah. even before kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. See, but I don't know. I, I might even throw math into that subject because... Math, I would say, especially just the basic math... Like not when you start getting up into like algebra. And when you all start that. getting up into multiplication and division, when you're adding <laughs> letters into that, you, right? That's, that's where I would I would say <laughs> multiplication enough. and division is is that like stops there. Well, and then when you have to start doing proofs and 
throwing letters in there and Dude, shapes. That was always a smart A. They're like, why is this the way it is? I'm like, because it, it is. <laughs> so you can I see mean, the answer. It's when right. it's like, show your work. No, I just know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for a real argument, I mean, we wouldn't have the world that we have without math or science. Or mm-hmm. written red words. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if we're talking most important, as far as technology goes, as far as like building houses and structures mm-hmm. and all that math and science play a huge role. Yeah. Like, no, I get you that. can talk to me all you want, but how the hell are you going to build a house? Well, I'm going to read the instructions. How, how are you going to build a cell phone? <laughs> I'm going to read about, the book on but it. How are you going to measure it? How are you going to... The book will tell me. <laughs> I'll read the ruler. How are you going to do the math to do it? Because I read it in a book how but to the do book it. But the book would have been like, you got 20 bananas and 20 coconuts. Yeah, how dude. many strawberries is the donkey carrying? <laughs> Trick question. He didn't have any. <laughs> it, it was a horse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let yeah. me throw like this if one. We're, if we're really throwing out like what's most important... As far as like science and engineering and all that stuff goes, like you wouldn't have any of the necessities to survive without them. But at the same time, let's throw this one out there. I mean, we we live in the United States. There are a lot of Spanish speaking people who have migrated over. They built those pyramids <laughs> in Mexico. Well, um, I know a few of them, and there are a lot of Spanish-speaking people out there who don't know very well, you know, how to speak English. They don't. They really struggle with the situation, but they've got to be financially stable, or else they're not going to make it. And they are very. I know a lot of people who I deal with on a daily basis who run these gas stations and stuff like that. Oh, they are financially stable. They know how to manage their finances and they know how to do it. So I feel like it's a fair, argument. I don't know, man, there's a lot of people surviving that are not financially literate. Yep. But they can read. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, here's the other funny thing too. I've made fun of my wife for this. She is not financially stable. If it weren't for me and she managed the finances, we would be broke as broke can be. But you'd still be living. No. And reading. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be living. I, I might have taken that shortcut off of a big, tall yeah. cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on the we might not be living. Ejecto Cito, cuz. Nice. Oh, gosh. Okay, okay. Here's a super random, funny one. I think I kind of asked this the other day, but it's been going around the internet. Oh, don't you dare. I'm going to do it. Don't you dare. Are there more doors or wheels in the world? (laughs) This is stupid. On to the next. This question question boils down to what do you consider a door and what do you consider a wheel? A wheel's a wheel. A door's a door. (laughs) But... You could argue that, like, cabinets are doors. Are they not? <laughs> That's my point. It's a door. See, when, I think, of a, when door? I think of a door, I think a of a door, door that I can walk through. No, okay. it's, called, it's called a cabinet. That I can, exactly. Cabinet door. See, but when I when you say door, I think of something that I can personally open up and walk through. There's some big cabinets out there. <laughs> like, are bearings considered wheels? No. Why not? Why not? 
Because they make bearing things, is a ball. Yeah, that they make things go round. Yeah, but it doesn't have a, an axle. Sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to think about it. I'm like, it does too. <laughs> oh, so th- even if we define the terms, okay? Okay, so, is a ball so, a wheel? A ball? No. Let's Are you say, sure? Let's yes. say a door is something. Yes. Okay, let's if I, if I You put, can make a I ball put, into a wheel. If I put a bunch of balls on the ground and I put a board on it and I can slide. That's Are no those wheel. not wheels? Yes, no. that's a wheel. No, it's not. What? That's my point, though. Is like, what? How can you? Why classify? is that a point, though? Because we know the answer is no. How you, is it not a you're wheel? You're thinking you know the answer. You don't. A circular object that revolves on an axle and is fixed below a vehicle or other object okay. to enable it to move easily over the ground. Where's the so axle? A ball. Where's the axle? On an axis. No, it's which not. Is no, a- no axle, not axis. I'm just Axel. saying, and read the rest of it. I did. <laughs> an object that revolves on an axle. Uh-huh. A- no, 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 no. That's where your argument loses. <laughs> <laughs> you have no axles. All right, fine. So is a Lego wheel a wheel? Yes. Yes. What about a gear? No, because it's not fixed below a vehicle or other object ah, to enable it to it move. Easily over the ground. But wait, <laughs> a Lego wheel is not a wheel until you put an axle onto it. So therefore, just a regular Lego <laughs> wheel, that's not a wheel. You know, you might be right. <laughs> but so, as soon as you connect it together with another wheel and a part of an axle, now it's a wheel. Okay. okay. But, at that, point, but at that point, is it a gear? No, because no. it's fixed under a vehicle. Yeah. But or an object to move easily across the ground. But the same object could be taken to concept with Austin. You have a couple of balls and you somehow manage to put them together with an axle and now they turn into a wheel. Yes. So we're, so, yeah. so we're, we're back to the beginning. <laughs> okay. How many doors? How many, <laughs> how many doors? How many wheels? <laughs> I hate this question. <laughs> this is why it's such a good one. No. Wouldn't you prefer who would win in a fight? Here between? you go. You ready? You ready no, for this? I, I help do. you out with the what? door. Okay. Yes. A hinged sliding or revolving barrier at the entrance to a building room or vehicle or in the framework of a cupboard. Would a, like a locker door count? I think it's so. Hinged. Right. That's like the framework of a cupboard. It's on a hinge and it's on a hinge. Why all doors, car doors. Those are all qualifying doors. In a building. I think room. I would still say wheels. So here, here's the question too. You have a car that has, let's say your common car has four doors. Would it only have two sets of wheels or would it have four? Four. It has four wheels. Well, no, well, because, but a wheel because if you is not two wheels together on an axle makes revolving. But if you separate wheel, if you separate them, they are no longer a wheel anymore. According to your standards it's not of on it's, the axle. No, no, no. Two wheels on one axle does not make one wheel. But according to what you were saying, though, if you take them off the axle, they are no longer a wheel because they're okay. not on an axle. So all axle. those, all and those you can tires, use that, but that still doesn't make both of them on the same axle become one. So thing. that means if there's tires laying around, like not on an axle, not an axle, they're no longer a wheel. Okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm getting. Has four. But that's what I'm getting at is a car would technically only have 
too. You sound no, like you're really fighting for doors here. For for two no, reasons. No, I'm just trying to figure this out because I'm I'm going off of Austin's things right I'm earlier. Try, I'm trying to think. Here's here. the thing, though: is your logic doesn't make sense. One, <laughs> the two front wheels are not conjoined on a single axle. Two, the rear wheels can be made the same argument because inside the differential are two separate axles interacting with a system of gears. That's true. So if you want to get real technical, you're still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you're the one that defined it as an axled area. Yes. So all those tires, all those tires burning <laughs> are not are, wheels, but, in but order, they are. The argument, your argument is that two round objects conjoined on one axle now become one object. Yeah, one revolving together. No. They don't revolve together all the time, for one. Oh, but that's where the dis- that, that's what I'm comes saying is like play. I'm just saying you're wrong in the sense of them being one thing. They're still two wheels because they're both on an axle okay. and they're both round okay. objects okay. that help it move. I, I get what you're that's saying what about I'm a saying. car. Okay, what about a Lego set? Same. It doesn't. The no. axle doesn't make them become one object. Yeah, they yeah. do. On a Lego set, you put them together. Now they're they're hooked together. They're they still go. two. You take one off, and you that have other one. one can't go. Oh. It can still spin. And you okay. Have one. Okay. Let's move on. No, this is great. <laughs> and then, so, so then the problem I have with this is that the definition requires an axle because a wheel can still be a wheel without it being attached to something. Are you making my argument for me? No. Your argument was that it had to be on an axle for it to be a wheel. Yes. That was that was my argument to to give you a definition. I still think. Uh, like a wheel on a car. I I think of it more of if so it, it can go on an axle or not, it's considered a wheel. See what I'm saying? So if it's capable of an axle, yes, then it's a wheel. Yeah. So like okay, going back to better. your, that makes so more put, sense. So if I drilled a bunch of holes through balls on a ground that could have an axle. Yeah. That so now all those marbles are now considered wheels. There you go. Like, Take. Well, wait, go ahead. No, I've, I feel like, yeah. In that case, wheels hands down, because you could drill a hole through every single ball. It's got to be round. So, yeah, balls work. I was just, <laughs> didn't want you guys getting crazy with, like, squares and other shapes. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, it's just, it, it literally, it's just a circular. Ooh, see, now it says circular. So you think of, like, a, a rollerblade has I mean, four wheels. Circle. You can see, have you, you seen have those a kid spheres? on a rollerblades. He's yep. got eight wheels under his feet. It's true. Yep. Unless, I mean, by your logic, that's one. <laughs> I mean, I feel I was going by your logic, <laughs> Mr. Uh, it's going to be an axle. Just logic? <laughs> I, I think there has to be more wheels than doors. There has to be. I I think I feel like I mean unless right. you think of like a there's those multi-million dollar houses that has who knows how many cupboards in it and there's a door to every cupboard yeah. and even when you but, think about cars they all cars almost always have like would you is a trunk a door or like a glove compartment right dude this the is, little middle console is that a door see that's what's wild about this or, question oh, okay hang on when is it a door and when is it a lid? Ooh. Like you take a that, cupboard, yeah. turn it. So now the door is on the top and now you're lifting it up, putting stuff in and closing it from the top. Does it now become a lid? No, it's still on a 
hinge? still on a hinge. hinge. So it's still a door. I so still lid, would base a, a door doesn't have a hinge. hinge. So like a toy box, like that's that's a that door. That would be a door. A, a lid is a removable or hinged cover. It is hinged for the top of a container. Son of a. See, it all depends on how you. But it's not safe for the top of a container. So I, I feel like you're correct. And so like, it's like, as soon as you turn it this way, it's now a lid. <laughs> so your your armoire tips over. It now has no now more has doors. A, those doors turn to lids. <laughs> Let, let's see who, who did oh the math. Gosh. Who did the math? Who did the math? Did someone actually? I mean, there, there, there's, there's an entire Reddit called "Who Did the Math" or "Do the Math" or something like that, where people do crazy, insane calculations. I'm just curious. If I was a betting man, I'd say wheels. <laughs> I kind of, I feel like it's I want to say wheels. I'm going to say wheels. I would say wheels. Twitter asks an MIT like, professor. I use doors more than wheels. So like my brain is wanting to think doors, but like logically thinking there's got to be more wheels. What do you guys think? I don't know, man. <laughs> There's a lot of freaking Dude, doors in everyone's, this world. It's, it's one of those things where everyone's torn. Like, there was a Twitter. Somebody put a put it on Twitter. Had over two hundred twenty thousand votes, and it was fifty three percent wheels, forty six percent doors. So it's really close. Jeez. I got these wheel boobies. I got these wheel boobies. <laughs> <laughs> that episode cracks me. Is up, that ridiculousness? Man. Yeah. No, that's. Oh, uh, it's a. Uh, Fantasy Factory. Yeah. Oh. That was one of my... He's I think that was my favorite skatey. episode. Yeah. And he's got the, the, you don't have the skateboard, skateboard wheels. Skatey, he's going to get you one. Uh, I don't think it, this is a question that will ever be officially answered. There's no, no way. Unless it, that guy dies and asks God. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I hate that question. Here's one for you. This one's, this one's interesting. <clears throat> so let's say you have a person who commits a crime. Uh-huh. Let's say murder someone. <gasps> okay. Okay. But uh, let's say, what, they find out two years down the road that they, this is the person, yada, yada. This person had had something happen to them, and they now have no recollection whatsoever of doing anything of this thing. Like amnesia? Yeah. Okay. Is this person guilty still or not guilty? Yes. I I don't see why they're not. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you'd you'd argue that they're not the same person. It's that's, more so should you punish the person? I th- I think they're still guilty no matter what because they did it in a frame of mind. Yeah. But yeah, so now the argument is, is should you still punish them? Even though with with losing your memory, you could completely change your personality. Yeah. Well, that's what if they're like straight up a serial killer. Get into an accident, go into a coma. When they wake up from a coma, now they're just little like poster child, like a saint. Yeah. Well, that's the uh, demon has left the building type thing. Yeah. Dang. It's interesting. I've actually found that question because I listening to one the murder podcast I listened to. They uh, actually ran into a guy who literally he he had murdered someone, and then it was like five or ten years down the road, got into a serious accident. And had a lot of brain damage, stuff like that. And he's not, he's, he's there, but he's not all the way there. But he also lost a lot of his long-term memory. 
he has no recollection of anything that happened. Really? And nothing. And he's actually like talking to the guy. It's like, he's actually a good stand up guy. Like people don't have a lot of issues with him. You would have never thought that he would have committed this murder. How do they know he doesn't remember like lie detector tests and stuff or it's medically like they just know medically that it's not there. Like he just, huh? Like that part of his brain's missing or something. See, I, I think the, the question is more like, he's still guilty. Like he was there, he did do it. But now, like Cam said, the question is, how do you punish him? Or do you? Or is the is the loss of memory in your life the punishment? But then you've got the family who wants the punishment for it. But huh. then that family needs to learn about forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. All right? That's, That's tough. hard. Like if, I don't know. Because here's the other thing, okay? Is it really going to be fulfilling to them punishing a man who doesn't feel like he's done any well, wrong? That would be my hard thing is because you're you maybe you've got this guy on the stand who just bawling his eyes out like, I would never do this. I'm so sorry. But there is physical 100% evidence that it was him. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's but the insanity his, plea, right? But in his head, he just knows that I did not do this. And so... You're going to send a guy to jail, so maybe he, for life, on okay. something that he 100% believes that he so did not do. Here's, here's, I guess, a better question referencing that. Say a drunk driver flying down the street, hits a car, kills one of the passengers in the other car, but in turn hits their head so hard, doesn't remember any of it, doesn't remember... What? Not even hitting their head. I mean, it's possible possible to be so blackout drunk that you don't remember yeah but i mean like yeah so let's just say for for argument's sake they smacked their head they lost all recollection short-term memory stuff like that does the time frame change your opinion or sway like is the fact that it happened recent sway your opinion versus five ten year gap i think in in that particular example, I would still be furious because he was drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. So memory has nothing to do with it. I because w- here because do you see what my, do you see how it's similar? But, here, a here's here's my thing though as well on that because I've or are you talking premeditated? I, mean, I was going to say murder is like a premeditated thing. Like you in your own mind, you knowingly made the choice to kill someone. Drunk driver didn't knowingly like he didn't make those decisions in a right to kill mind. someone. It wasn't about, in a right mind, right state of mind. I mean, I was gonna say I've listened to, you know, of our yeah, heard about a lot of stories about drunk drivers who, I almost their punishment is is they now have to real live with it the rest of their lives that they that they did it did yeah. that yeah, and a lot of the times that actually sobers a lot of these people See, up. See, and, and I I would kind of do it that way, like knowing that you killed somebody innocent i think is punishment enough but it's kind of a thing where like if you ever like seeing this is hard too because you don't want them to accidentally kill someone else exactly but like if if this ever happens again it's life in jail yeah (sighs) Yeah, i don't know man you know what i mean how about with the drunk driver i was gonna say sorry i was gonna say with the drunk driver incidents it would almost be punishment where if you're not gonna serve time in jail Maybe you have your license impeded for the rest of your life. Not, it's not going to say that they can't get behind a car ever again, but you know, maybe you make take steps that they don't ever 
or can't. It's going to be a lot more difficult for them to get behind the wheel of a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what um, if so what if we take it down a notch and instead of murder, let's say they robbed a bank and they take all this money and then same type of deal. They what if they you know, get into an accident, don't even get to spend the money. What if they're like on their, their getaway? They, they hide it somewhere and forget they, where they, they hide, get it. Yeah, they hide it, get into an accident, the whole amnesia deal. Now they don't even remember robbing the bank, let alone where they hit mm. the money or anything. You know, same type of, you, do you still punish well, the mean, guy for robbing the bank? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I see, and so that's that. That's that gray area. My friend, um, who was going through doctorate school, on um, there was a test, or I don't even know if it was like a test, but they had a whole bunch of questions of like similar, where there's a lot of gray area, mm-hmm. and they just wanted to see how you thought as a doctor, like mm-hmm. where you swayed, and like there was no correct or obvious answer. It was very. It was and almost he, just he, opinionated. Just. Yeah, he would ask me those questions, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't know how. Could you remember one? I can't remember any off the top of my head. Can you pull? I don't know if there's any simple I, way of searching for them. Actually, well, I I might have one if I can remember this thing. Um, so there was there was this kid who, like, got in an accident, and he was he it was so bad that he, like, slipped into a coma. And it got to the point where the doctors were like, hey, if we he, he's most likely never coming out of this, like his vitals are terrible. He's not doing well. Like he's he's probably going to die, but he can save someone's life with the organs if he donates them. But we need if if that's the case, in order to donate these, we need to pull the plug on him like soon to save the organs and to possibly save someone else. Whereas if time goes on and he naturally dies, those organs were, are no longer viable. So now you have that me- that medical question: Do you pull the plug on someone who's who's got an extremely small chance of coming out of it to save someone else's life that you one hundred percent know you can save? Yes. So it's a, it's a for sure versus a, a it's a, po- a possibility. I feel, like, I feel like that comes down. Have you? <laughs> This is like a funny example. I just saw the preview to it, so it's in my head. Have you seen the movie 21 about the true story about the kid that can count cards? He's, mm-hmm. He was like a math genius. I think I have. So he goes to Vegas and counts cards. It's got Kevin Spacey in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have seen uh, it. Anyway, there's a part. Wait, is that where he's like, is that where the meme comes from with all the numbers? No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's the hangover. hangover. No, that no. came from a different movie. That's, Rain Man. Yeah, yes, you're thinking of Rain that's Man. What I'm thinking yeah. Um, but no, in 21, there's a scene when he's in Kevin Spacey's classroom and he's got the three different chalkboards and he's talking about, he's like, Hey, you're on a game show. And it's like, you get to pick from door number one, door number two, or door number three, um, between two or behind two doors is a, is goats and behind one of the doors is a car. And so pick a door, any door. And so he's like, all right, I pick three. He's like, okay. He's like, now before I open or uh, I think in the example, he opens the door and he's like, hey, it's a goat. Now, you know that behind one of these other doors is a goat and one is the car. Do you or no, that's what he does. He has him pick a door and then he opens another door that he knows is a goat. 
And so now he's like, do you want to stay with the same door you picked or do you want to pick a different one? So like deal or no deal. Yeah. And he's like, I want to pick a different door. And he's like, now why? And he goes into this whole math thing explaining how like, well, at first I had a, uh, 33% 33% chance of picking the right door. And now by you eliminating this and this, and he's like saying all these numbers and, uh, he comes down to, he's changes doors because like, like mathematically it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. So back to the question, I would say, pull the plug and take the more like mathematically correct route and hundred percent save someone's life. What if it was your kid? F that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a story to this. This is a true story. So oh, gosh, this guy's son ended up in a comb after a, a, a terrible accident. He was so upset by the doctors coming in and asking that, that he like left the hospital. Like he had to go take a breather while he was gone. His wife and his older son, like, kept talking to the doctors and and heard more of their side and what they were thinking and what they were trying to do, ended up deciding to pull the plug. The dad comes back um, and hears about all this outraged. He, he actually goes and gets a gun, comes back to the hospital and for like stops them from turning off anything from unplugging any systems, forces them out, waves the gun around all this stuff. And the whole time he's like on his son, he's like, please show me a sign you're there. Show me a sign you're okay. Show me a sign you're coming back. And, you know, SWAT teams come in, all this stuff. Well, this goes on for a while. SWAT eventually goes in, grabs, like goes for the dad, and he throws himself again onto his son. And he grabs his his son's hand, and his son squeezes his hand and wakes up from the coma. Had the dad not done that and not given him more time, they would have pulled the plug and he would have died. That's oh. a real story. That's a real story. Oh really? My gosh, yep. That gives me chills. Oh my gosh. Well then I and don't know. And the son, he woke up, he, he recovered and he's doing well. And like, and the other person died all because <laughs> I don't know. They probably, they didn't they, go into that, but they could have gotten, I don't another. think they had a specific person they were going to give it to, but they needed the organs fresh to, to give it to somebody. Oh man. I don't like that one. Yeah, when when my friend was going through that class and he had a whole bunch of them and we talked on the phone for like two hours just going through them. There's some you can definitely create some crazy scenarios where, you know, I mean, you could do the same thing for like the whole argument against autonomous driving. Yeah. Right. So you're in a car, you're not even driving, but but someone had to engineer the AI that is driving the car that if something were to happen, it's got to react. Mm. And as the engineer, they're the ones making the coding. Oh, you're trying them. Hmm? That was I'll come back to it. Wasn't it? What? What are you eating? Oh, was that? Finish, what, finish Sorry. what you're saying. Anyway, oh, the, the engineering here. came back and it basically boils down to say the car is coded to avoid a a school bus, but instead hits a car and kills the passengers in the other car. Who is at fault for killing those people? Is it the person behind the wheel that wasn't driving or is it the engineer that coded it to then 
favor not hitting a school bus. Here's my question. The person who wasn't driving, could they have taken control of the car or the vehicle? Say they're in one of those cars that doesn't have a steering wheel. But then at that point, it's the it's the suit of the company. Yeah, I don't know. Because my thing is, is if you can't control the car, if it's the future, like, uh, like what Tom Tom Cruise's, um, oh, robot, iRobot. Uh, well, that's what, yeah, we either Will Smith's iRobot or Minority so Report, good. where you don't have control of the vehicle and you physically can't. Well, that's the thing, iRobot. He could actually take control of the car. Yeah, and I I would imagine like there, I I know but that the cars are only like prototypes. Minority but. Report. You could not take control of the car. So let's say something happens. You physically can't can take control of it. It's on the company. Yeah, if it's a vehicle like now where it's like Tesla's, where they can drive on their own, but you still need to be aware and, and hold the, you know, I say that's on the driver because the driver still needs to be, if you can physically control the car at one point or another, I think you need to be aware at all times. Yeah. And then that would be on the driver. So here's the thing. There was an incident with Tesla where a car... The, the driver was recalling the car to come pick him up and the car ran a stop sign and the policeman pulled it over and there was no one in there and there was no one driving it. And the guy who was driving it was there to see it. And so he, you know, talked to the policeman and the police officer is like, I don't know what to do. He's like, the car ran a stop sign. You're clearly not in it or controlling it. And so he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, what do you do? Who do you ticket? Tesla. The car ran the stop sign, but there's also not a law. There's not a law yeah, that says if law. your self-driving car runs a stop sign, I have to give it a ticket. <laughs> it's uh, crazy, man. So it's it's definitely something that there's going to need to be legislation for. There will be. I was going to say, I think on something small as that, yeah, there's really nothing you can do as a police officer. You just walk away. But if that car ran a stop sign and caused a serious accident mm-hmm. that might have killed someone, that there is on Tesla. And even though lawfully they might not be able to get written a ticket, I feel like you can take that to court and the family can sue Tesla for a lot of yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. For damages and all that stuff. Here, but back, back to his exact question. So you avoided a bus full of kids and, and killed another driver. What if the car wasn't driving itself and you did it? Should you be punished for crashing into the other car and killing somebody, even though the only reason you crashed into them is because you were avoiding hitting a bus. Well, what were you doing wrong to almost hit so, the bus so in maybe, the first place? Maybe, what a what bus, maybe a bus ran a red light, right? You got a green light, you're green ahead, and you you see a bus coming full speed through an intersection that has a clear red light. Then, then I would blame the bus driver. And you have to steer to avoid the bus driver and you end up hitting someone on incoming traffic. Kill that driver. I feel like it, I feel like it's process yeah. of elimination. How about, how about act of God? Lightning strike hits a tree. Tree falls in front of the bus inches from it. Bus has to react to avoid the tree falling on it, which causes you to swerve to avoid the bus <laughs> to hit another car. Then I feel like it's final destination. And somebody has <laughs> right? to die. No, the sacrificial lamb. <laughs> I feel at that point it's it's all accidental. It's I don't. It is yeah, what it is. nobody's because it's it's. I just watched like one of those same things on uh, on uh, Chicago PD that TV series or whatever on NBC. Anyways, um, was that a plug? 
It was. <laughs> it was. That was a Send good us plug. a check. We want money. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, one of the officers was running. And she witnessed a car accident. Car was driving erratically, ended up going over a bridge into the water. And she ended up diving in. And she had to choose who to grab. And so she ended up grabbing the driver out first um, because he was unconscious. And as she was getting out, the girl kind of reached for him and you know, reached for her or whatever. And she's like, I'll come back. I'll come back. I promise. And then she went to go back, and she couldn't find the car anymore. Long story short, come yes. to find out, the person who she saved was actually the carjacker who raped this girl oh and then gosh. stole the car and kidnapped her in the process. Oh, oh, and then the girl was trying to get out and, and actually caused the accident, which made the driver unconscious. So she could have saved the girl. And the carjacker and the bad person would have died and blah, blah, blah. Instead, she saved the carjacker and the rapist, saved his life, and the girl who was the victim in all of this drowned and died. Jeez. Dang. That poor girl. Right? That sucks. <laughs> like, it's it's all accidental. And I mean, by the end of the show, you, you she comes to learn that, hey, it's a decision that was made and it was accidental and she didn't know of the outcome in the beginning and blah, blah, blah. But I would say you could use that same terminology in the same thing where you've got a choice where you hit a bus or you swerve out of the way and accidentally hit a pedestrian. It's it's all accidental and the needs of the See, many. You could, have, the needs you could of almost the have you could almost have the argument of uh, one way or another. You sh you should be able to avoid an accident if you're properly driving the rules of the road. It, and I say that in the sense of like. You know, they say that if you get rear-ended and pushed up and hit the car in front of you, there's the potential that you could get the ticket because it means that you were stopped too close oh, to the no, car. you will get the ticket. Is it for sure? Yes, you will get the ticket. Because you, you're yeah. supposed to leave enough room. Yes, but which I think is 100% BS because I think the person who caused the accident should be getting the ticket and have their insurance pay for every car involved in that accident. See, and I could, I, I don't know if I would say a hundred percent just because if, if the car behind you, like if it's, I don't know if, if the car behind you is going like a bat out of hell and then hits you and you did leave enough space, but because he's going 90 in a 40 type thing, you have no way to yeah, plan for it, that. Or if it's a truck and you're in a freaking Pinto, yeah, you know, just Sheer, sheer weight and speed just pushes you yeah. into the next. So and Pintos explode. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We did, we did learn that. We did but, learn uh, that. But like, if everybody's kind of, you know, if the guy's pulling up, he does see it, tries to stop, can't come to a stop fast enough, hits you, but you're like right up close to the car in front of you, so you hit. I, I don't feel like that's on the guy that hit you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't feel like it's 100%. I don't know, man. I feel but. like it's all on the guy that rear-ended the first guy. Exactly. You should have been yeah. paying attention, you idiot. That, that's how I feel. I think a lot of it, though, is in those, cha in those chain reactions. Um, I want to say, and I could be completely wrong, but I want to say a lot of the times the insurance companies, it's just kind of you deal with yourself. Because mm -hmm. basically you're going to be paying a deductible anyways, whether you're fixing someone else's car or you're fixing your car. So I think in the end of it all, it's kind of just one of those things where you just. I've kind of always wondered that with yourself. those like pile ups, like how, 
like those those giant ones where like people are not stopping down hills. Yeah. Like ice is taking like ice, out the yeah. snow ones and everybody's just going. I think and it's, it's not, not because nobody is necessarily doing anything wrong. It's just ice is taking effect and people are piling up. Yeah. I think at that point you get a claim act of nature and huh. you're God. And God did that. And it's just it's Once just you're atheist. Yeah. Can you still claim that? I bet they try. Active, <laughs> active universe, not active God. I don't believe in God, but he did this. Can I have my insurance check now? <laughs> All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to oh. switch gears. I got yeah. a good one. I've got a couple good ones, too, before we... Uh, yours is going to pale in comparison. Oh! I doubt it. I found some yard. good ones. John Cena. Oh, gosh. Is the better wrestler <laughs> than Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Oh hell no! Yup. No. Yes. yes. No. This is this Bro. is a plug to get at me, and no, The Rock it is, is a plug better. to get at you. I just want to see you a little. But bit he's just plugging up. on facts. You but know, I'm just plugging. I want to hear facts on this. Like, what's your argument? Does Does Dwayne Johnson have more titles? Yes. No, he does Wait, not. No, he does not. I'm <gasps> sorry. I don't, so I this, this freaking debate is put to rest already. John Cena is a 16-time world champion, 17. where The Rock is only... No, he's 16. Is he? He's 16. 16 or 17? No, he's 16. The record would be 17. He's tied, Ah, he's, you are right. He's tied 16 with tied with Ric Flair. Yes. That's what I just said. You can't see me. <laughs> can't see this. So, but, so does but, that... This is where I'm going to use your guys' terminology where wrestling's fake. Well, hey, I mean, it's all predetermined. So there's another word for that. He, <laughs> shut up, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> so he technically didn't win those championships. I mean, it's all. So what? your your argument is if you were to put John Cena and Dwayne Johnson into a real fight. Oh, The Rock would rip him apart. I don't know. Oh. He's pretty, he's a big Doesn't boy. John Cena have him by age? He does. Like, isn't yes. he a younger guy? He's a younger guy. He doesn't look it. Don't get I'll me wrong. Honest. I love John Cena. He John Cena would put up a fight, but Dwayne? I just... I don't know, man. I, trust me. I want Dwayne to win. I just... Coming from you, I feel like it's a very biased Here's the answer. thing. Here's the thing, too. So the Dwayne... The Dwayne. The Dwayne. <laughs> the, Dwayne. the Dwayne. The Dwayne. The Dwayne is the Dwayne about the four inches Johnson. taller and 10 pounds heavier at the time that this was... This article was created. Whenever when was that it? was. Oh. Um, he's 39. And John Cena is only 34. Six so one, a five-year difference. Mm -hmm. Okay. We all know what happens in your 30s. Every year counts. Every year counts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, John Cena might as well be finding an old lady. <laughs> uh, I on on the, the question was, who's the better wrestler? By definition, given the sport that they're talking about, John Cena is the better wrestler because he's got more titles. That's my argument. No, yeah. that's that yeah. is not a good argument. Okay, so if it's all predetermined, well, no, why didn't they predetermine the, the Rock to win more? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's this guy out there called Jinder Mahal. He won a WWE World Championship. Uh -huh. okay. This guy is horrible. Why? Why he got? Oh no, he got this championship because WWE at the time and still is, but they just started working with. Um, 
Middle East back there, uh, Saudi Arabia and stuff like that, working on shows. So they put the title on this guy to start this up with Saudi Arabia, go out there. He actually does this thing and stuff. So it's feeling inclusive and everything like that. Okay. Jerry Lawler, who the king who wrestled Andy Kaufman, who has been in the business for years, is probably a legend in the making and made wrestling what it is today. Helped Ford Wrestling. You know how many championships he has? Zero. Zero. He has zero? Zero. And I would argue, and everybody would argue in the wrestling community, that Jerry the King Lawler is 100% 10 times better than Jinder Mahal. In fact, Jerry the King Lawler has more talent in his pinky than this (laughs) Jinder Mahal guy has in his entire body. Okay. So championships aside, that does not answer anything. That does not answer anything. So winning I'm the feeling, biggest events. I'm feeling means nervous nothing. to be sitting by him right now. <laughs> I just, I just. When you ask who the it. better wrestler is, it doesn't come down to, it doesn't come down to your wrestling ability. I mean, it does. That is doesn't a big come factor. down to being good. <laughs> it, it, is it, comes down down to, it is a big factor of in the ring and being able to wrestle. But what also also comes down to it is being able to sell the moves, being able to put out that you're hurt or by being able to do this stuff. Who's the be better actor? In yes, layman terms, yes. Who's the better actor? I'm not saying that to be like a... Who who can be better on the microphone? Who can do the job better as a wrestler? Okay, okay. The Rock. I don't know, man. Have you heard The Rock's promos? Have you seen him wrestle in these matches? The I saw Rock the comes, smelt him. The Rock comes back <laughs> and... Only when he's cooking. I mean, they actually had two fights. I think they fought each other twice, John Cena and The Rock. Who won? At WrestleMania. The Rock won the first one. John Cena won the second one. Oh, that's We're just still coming down to... <laughs> if I remember right. I Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh, let's see. Let's Look see. I know you have out. a buddy who's a huge wrestling fan that wants to call he'll, me out some of the stuff I've said. He'll probably listen to this and text me, I'm sure. So <laughs> that's why I'm saying, if I remember right, I believe... Yeah, I'm, I don't know. So man. Tell, tell us, Richard, who would win, John Cena or The Rock? There's a I lot of accolades on this John Cena guy. I, there's nothing a lot against of accolades. There is like nothing against that John Cena is a great wrestler. In fact, he's up there with the greats, including The Rock. But when you put The Rock and John Cena side by side, I feel like The Rock is just a little bit better than what John Cena is. The Rock is four inches taller. I will say that. Ten pounds heavier. Is he ten pounds heavier? According yeah. to what? Nine pounds. He didn't eat that extra pizza that day. <laughs> or he pooped one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's a hard discussion. And you. Okay, but. And I don't know if you'll be able to answer this or not, but are you are you saying The Rock because he's your favorite or are you truly no, thinking? No, because you can ask Kara. I love John Cena just as much. Oh, okay. Just, even, I don't know about just as much. I absolutely there's love John Cena. There's not the physical attraction. Yeah, I don't yeah, think that's well, the that's physical. True. <laughs> I mean, Dwayne was my first love, so. <laughs> we uh, know I love it. I love it. I love it. I saw an interview recently of John Cena, and he's talking about all the memes that are made about him. The can't see me memes and stuff. Uh-huh. And and the the host, I can't remember who it is, asks him about it. And he's like, well, 
he's like, it became my catchphrase. Cause like, you know, you can't see me. You're not on my level. Like I'm so far ahead of you that you can't see me. And he's like, the meme community took it by storm and now I'm invisible. (laughs) 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 So I saw this one video of like a reporter and she's standing there talking and she like, she interviews somebody and she walks back to something and she turns around and her hair just whips this guy in the face. And as the hair disappears, it's John Cena. And he's like, and she doesn't even notice him. <laughs> oh, my so gosh. Funny. It's a real thing? Yes. <laughs> it is so funny. Oh, jeez. That's great. Okay. Oh, I don't know. That's a hard one, honestly. Like Going off of the, the, the last rebuttal of Zach's about the entire performance, then I could definitely see Dwayne. Because even, like, movie-wise, like, I, I hate to say acting, but it... Even acting wise, Dwayne is by far a better actor than John Cena. If yes. there's a jungle involved, <laughs> and you know a button-up shirt, beige shirt, <laughs> shirt. <laughs> that's real tight around the neck, <laughs> maybe slightly bursting at the seams. Don't get him all riled right. up, man. <laughs> He's gonna tell you it's 98 degrees in here soon. Get me all hot and bothered. Okay, I got a good one. Okay, um. What would you say is the most important music genre? That Beethoven. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. I like that. So real quick, sorry, I just want to go back because I don't want to be called out by your friend because I know he wants to. <laughs> I know he wants to call me out already on something I he said. Wants to debate you, but I was right. The Rock and John Cena are one and one. Okay. Fighting so, each other. Yes. Okay. He, uh, WrestleMania 2012, uh, John Cena won, and then WrestleMania 2013, uh, The Rock won, or vice versa. Now, as far as wrestling goes, do you think Dwayne still has it in him if they were to go again? Oh, yeah. In fact, there's huge rumors that Rock is coming back for one last match against his cousin, Roman Reigns. So, But... I'm talking Cena, not Roman Reigns, not some piddly little oh, rainy guy. Cena just, Cena just came back and wrestled for like three Roman months over guy the summer. Okay, cousin. Cousin. In the third act, you're going to take a fall. It's pretty okay. determined. Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. Anyways. I just had to... I, I know. My, my, my answer is The Rock, and it has nothing to do with my I do bias, love, though, but... that you know that it's predetermined and that they have to sell their moves, and but you hate that it's called fake. That is funny. It's because it's not fake. <laughs> I think it's it's the definition of fake. I think like, yeah, what is your definition of fake? It's like in your argument, it's not fake because they are truly out there beating up their bodies, yes. doing yeah. those stunts, all that kind they're of stuff. There. They're beating themselves well, up. They're doing experienced stuff. It. I mean, mm-hmm. there was just this wrestler the other day. His name's uh, Biggie, Biggie Langston, anyways. Uh, he some guy out in the outside of the ring. Did a uh, suplex, or yeah, suplex on him, belly belly suplex. It grabs him, throw him over this way. Dude didn't flip him hard enough. He landed right on his neck and broke his neck. Oh. Possibly won't be able to wrestle anymore for. The- oh my gosh! So okay, but <laughs> I, I'm trying. I'm not be doing this to be a dick. But <laughs> <laughs> so if if these guys are beating up their bodies doing these stunts, and wrestling's not fake then would you say that, like... You know what? Let's agree. They're stuntmen. They're athletes. (laughs) 
Damn it, man. I was throwing you a bone. Why you got to fight me on this? So, what about like a, a Tom Cruise movie that when he's doing his own stunts and everything, but the movie isn't real? It's still not fake because he broke his foot on one of his stunts. But he's not Ethan Hunt. But he still legit jumped across a roof gap, a roof gap and broke his so foot. So the, the stunts are real, but the performance, like the overall... We're just trying know. to understand. I'm, the The way we look at the definition so, so of this being fake is that they're they're claiming that they're actually fighting each other, not predetermined, not telegraphing moves. That they're actually fighting, kind of like MMA or something, right? Yeah. They're claiming they're actually fighting, but they're not. Therefore, they're faking a fight. So let but, me. But it's like a, it's like a rehearsed dance. So yes. here's what I'm and getting at: takes, claiming to be that takes a fight. physicality <laughs> and strength and poise and pain. So yes, let's put it this way: you two were in a wrestling ring with me. Yeah. Yes, we were. How did your bodies feel the next day? Oh, they I, hurt. I, I okay, will, then. I. But you I were sore. So would a dancer's body. They didn't body hurt after. as much as if somebody did that to me outside on the concrete. In an actual fight. Okay, so yeah, you didn't hurt as much, but still, you put your body through the ringer. You still hurt. You were still sore. Your neck was sore. My neck was sore. But I guess, I guess, <laughs> where where we call it fake is is because it is predetermined. Like a real fight would be See, MMA. It would be thing. like where you have two fighters that you do not know the outcome. No one knows the outcome until the end of the the round. Yes. Okay. That does that make sense? Yes. That's what we mean by fake. So they're like, here's not, thing. we're not slamming a lot. Ah, <laughs> we're, not, we're not slamming WWE and wrestling. It takes skill to do it. It's just that when we say that it's fake, it's not a legit fight. It's a rehearsed choreographed stunt. But the whole thing's not rehearsed and choreographed. A lot of times the outcome is predetermined and they know how the match is going to end. Yeah, you're going to hit your finisher move and pin him. A lot of the stuff in between the match is actually focused on the two wrestlers working together. A lot, they don't go through this match week after, you know, and practice it over and over again. I don't again. know, man. I watched so, that Randy Savage thing and they said they rehearsed that thing like 30 times. So back in the day. Okay. But this is now where they have... You have a show on on Monday night. You have a show on Friday night. You don't have a lot of time to do a lot of stuff in between. So what they do now is if you notice, and when we were, did our little wrestling thing, he said, a lot of the times they will have conversations in the ring, which I have noticed. So you'll see them, you know, a lot of times they'll go face to face side by side and they'll kind of cover their faces a little bit. So where they're talking and they're like, Hey man, I'm going to do a hip toss or I'm going to do this and stuff like that. That's how they work the matches out. So, but the only thing that's predetermined it's pretty much the ending. Everything in between is so, all give and go as it So goes. it's like a rap battle. <laughs> sure. So I kind of, so going <laughs> back. give each other the lines beforehand. <laughs> going back to movies, because that's what I relate to the best. You have a script, but there's nothing stopping that actor from improvising his own lines here and there. And then the actors have to still feed off of each other, even though it's not on the script. But in the end... The movie's going to be made, and the movie itself is a fake thing. Just fictitious. Right? How about this? How about this? Harlem Globetrotters. Okay. <laughs> I love this. Okay, go have, you, have you ever seen yes. one of their games? Yes. Are they real? 
No. But why? They're playing the game. They're running down the court. They're dribbling. They're shooting the ball. They're passing the ball. They're playing basketball. Yeah. And it takes incredible well, skill. It takes a lot of skill and athleticism. Skill. So why is that not fake? Okay, I take that back. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I no. getcha. No. I, no. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> because in your guys' sense of the thing, yeah, it's not real. It's It's fake. But there is a lot of there is a lot of skill involved. Uh-huh. They're still shooting the ball. They're uh-huh. still doing all this. They stuff. still can perform incredible tricks. Yes, but it's not a real basketball game. No, because we all have seen the Harlem Globetrotters actually compete in a real basketball game, and they, a lot of times and they, they get always their play kicked. the same team <laughs> in green jerseys. Nobody knows where they're from. <laughs> all I'm getting at, and I, I wish I could find it. There's one. Someone actually talks about it really well. That. They hate the fact that wrestling gets called fake because, yes, it is predetermined. It is this stuff. You do have a lot of predetermined outcomes. But the fact of the matter is, is what they do to their bodies and what they put their bodies through. It's not fake. They're athletes. Yeah. And they do a lot of stuff. They do a lot of physicality. And that's where it's like that's where the frustration of fake comes in. Because when people say wrestling's fake, they like even my wife, she called it. Like, for instance, with Biggie, he gets flipped over, snaps his neck. She was like, she would have flat out said, ah, oh, they, they meant that to happen. That's a part of the storyline. Oh, no. No. Accidents That's happen. Not for sure. Accidents you know, same thing. You know, like, you get put through a ladder. Yeah, the ladder might be a somewhat fake ladder, collapsible ladder. Doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Doesn't mean it's so, not going to so, put their so, body through so the ringer. In, in your definition, the pain is real. Yes. And that makes it real. And the physicality yes. of it. It's not... It's not that you're putting two fighters against each other to see who is the stronger, better fighter. Because no, it's, it's a storyline and it's real. a drama, but it's the pain. So yes, I think it's what you're putting your body through. I think the biggest thing we're learning from this and the previous podcast. Yes. Is honestly like definitions and what words and things mean is crucial. Yes. Because right now, well, the, way, the, the way you're explaining it, like I completely understand, like. What they're doing is not fake. But for me, what's fake is the facade of what they're claiming it to be. So, but they've never really real claimed it to match. be because if you listen to WWE, they say they are sports entertainers. Okay, see, yes. So that makes sense. So they're cheerleaders. But everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was pretty good. Though. But I mean, in, in the very essence sorry. of claiming that it's, it's real wrestling, I think that's the biggest thing here is the definition. What is actual wrestling and what they're doing versus what you do in high school when you're wrestling, what you do in the Olympics when you're wrestling, all those things – Compared to that exact word in that exact event, it is faked. They're still being physical. They're still doing things, but they're not actually wrestling using wrestling rules, true wrestling moves, trying to actually beat each other on a on a purely physical athletic yeah. level. Well, yeah. Like if it if it was if it was real, the punch would be a freaking punch. Well, be, I mean, if like it was black real, guys, blood, like. And you, you guys all know who Brock Lesnar is. Yeah. 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 He oh, fought, he went into the MMA. Well, he fought Rey Mysterio at one point. If you don't know who Rey Mysterio is, yeah. Rey Mysterio is a five foot nothing, yeah. 120 pound Lucha Libre, you know, Mexican wrestler. He fought Brock Lesnar and won. 
Real life, that ain't gonna happen. So, so see, exactly. And, and I think that's where the 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 critics claim, "Oh, this is fake," because that would not happen in real life. Yes. And so I think what happens is it's the disconnect of what the argument is. The one side is saying, "Oh, it's fake," because that wouldn't happen. But then your side is saying, "But it's not fake because they're actually doing things that are very physically difficult." And so no one's actually arguing the same point. Yeah. And that's where I've admitted, yes, the storyline, it's faked. It's predetermined. It's outcome. That part, I'll call fake, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But the actual physicality of it, the wrestling part of it, that stuff, that is not fake. No one's going to look at The Undertaker and say any of the crap that he's done is fake. Oh, heck no. Dude's jumped off of like three-story buildings and... No, that's Mankind. Oh, Mankind. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mick Foley, Mankind. He... he Isn't he the one in the white shirt with the sock hand? Yeah. He's the, oh, and he also had like the leather face. He got thrown off a two-story Hell in a Cell cage, threw a lat, threw a table, That's the one. and bit through his lip, lost a tooth, and the tooth got shoved into <laughs> oh his nose. Gosh. And just basically like they should have ended that match and walked away. But he came back down and wrestled again, got back up on top of the cage, and got choke slammed through the middle of the cage. The cage gave way. And he went through onto his back onto a bed of tacks. Oh, yeah. I, I remember oh that. Gosh. And yeah. He died? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> no kidding. In the same match, I think he also lost part of his ear, too. You wanna, the, Have you ever seen backyard wrestling? Dude, those that guys goes are idiots. That is ridiculous. Those guys are idiots. That's See, rough. but that's all. I think that's what people really imagine, like, real, real, like, no holds barred. There's no safety precautions whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I were to hit you for real with a metal chair. Oh yeah. You're not going to get up. I don't care how big you are. A metal oh. hit to the a metal chair to the head. Oh, I'll get up. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Anywho, I'm sorry. I stole. No, no, your no. Thing. I, this honestly <laughs> was great. Cause now we understand each exactly. other. Okay. So right. again, and I, and I respect you more and I respect the sport more. <laughs> so that was, this was okay, great. Good. See? All right. We're friends. That's why communi- communication, <laughs> we, proper definitions, words we, matter. People. Guys, look at this. See, look, two different opinions coming to, to harmony. <laughs> we understand each other. We disagree, but we agree to disagree. Yes. Yep. He might watch it for The Rock. I watch it for The Divas. We differ. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock's not in it anymore, so. <laughs> so now he watches it for The Divas. Yes. Yeah, see, now we're on the same page. Named two of my cars after WWE Divas. <laughs> Stacy? Yeah, Stacy Keebler. Yep. So Wait, is that the girl from that at a nerdy show? No, you're thinking of Stacy Ku- Kuoko. I don't know how yeah. to say her name. Oh, okay. Kakao. Yeah. Kuoko. I was Kakao. like, she was a wrestler? No, no. Stacy Keebler dated what's his face? Uh, Tom or Sheen. Sheen. Michael. No. no. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen for a long time. Oh, did they really? Yeah. I think I thought they got married at one point. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So I, I've got two more that I actually kind of researched and stuff, but do we want to call it? I'm you want, uh, let's give those two more, but we'll just be quick with our arguments. Quick, fast. So that's um, what she said. <laughs> Thirty uh, minutes uh, later. <laughs> Thirty seconds later. So I asked the question already. What music? It or yeah, what genre of music is the most important? 
I think depending on who you are. Honestly, I hate classical music. I don't like pop music. Uh, to me, rock music is what hits the soul the best, and it means the most to me. It gets my blood flowing, and it gets gets me amped up. Man, most important. Right? What's the most important music? <laughs> you just pulled up Stacey Keyboard, didn't you? you? No. <laughs> and now he gets it. I was, you blindsided me. <laughs> For the whole world to see. His face. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was perfect. <laughs> Stopped in mid-sentence. I don't even know what I was saying. Okay, Music. the important I mean, question here is, <laughs> at what point in time are you considering the genre? That's that, that's, that's the, the research thing, I that I found. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess I do take that back because I do love 80s pop music. See, and I, I hate I mean, nowadays pop music. Nowadays I, pop music can go... Blah, blah. I always think more of like, like Elvis. Like, he's not someone I really ever listened to or like... Yeah, really care that much about 60s but I feel or like 50, his, whatever his, it was his rock genre like it moved the world it, it changed. changed the scene of music yes. altogether okay so I'm glad you said that because this is what I was finding is so they uh, who was it the University of London the Imperial College of London and the and last dot FM um they did this study and rock and roll always seemed to come out on top as far as just interviewing people and first thought. And the main reason is because of uh, what they call the British invasion. And it was the Beatles, the Rolling Stones and the who, when they came over, you know, back in the sixties, it was huge. But what they were finding is that, I'm just going to kind of paraphrase a bunch of this, but what they were finding is that rock wasn't anything new. Like when, when you really break down the Beatles and those guys, they didn't really do anything new mm -hmm. because we had Elvis and all those guys as well. <coughs> the big one. And I, I didn't like the answer cause I'm not a fan of it, but the big one was hip hop that it was saying, I got to find it specifically here. So, so they said researchers use the tools of evolutionary evolutionary biology to analyze the musical characteristics of 17,904 songs released between 1960 and 2010 that charted on the Billboard Hot 100. They found that the development of new sounds and genres progressed at a fairly even pace, save for three distinct periods of rapid growth. Those three periods, the first was in 1964, around that British invasion, when the Beatles, the Who, and the Rolling Stones burst into the scene. The second came in 1983 with the heyday of the new wave and disco. And then the third and the largest came in 1991 with the rise of hip-hop. And uh, basically it was just saying that what hip hop did in the nineties has changed music and continues to change. And that's why hip hop is the best genre. The most important is because what it did to music and what it's continuing to do to music. Hip hop in the nineties. I can agree with that. Hip hop nowadays is trash. Some of it. 
all of it. There is some garbage, but there is a lot of good. I, I love hip hop today. I can't do hip hop today unless it's Eminem. But would you consider him hip hop? Rap? Hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop is kind of the rap and hip hop. Are they the same? Are they considered the same? It kind of puts them in the same. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I mean, it, it all me, stems from like rock and roll, I would almost imagine. I mean, because right? you could put the same thing into it too. A lot of people credit. Um, for rock and roll, a lot of people credit Metallica. What Metallica did for the music scene is beyond more heavy metal. I mean, it's still rock and roll. Yeah. But, but, what, but what, I mean, like if you go back to see, but even Metallica, even, they it, they base their success off of Black Sabbath. Like it, it keep. Yeah. It, it kinda, I mean, it goes back and back and back. But I think a lot of the root comes from probably a rock and roll standpoint because a lot of it's going to have that beat of a drum. You know, yeah. oh yeah, there's almost, and so like that's where like the 808 tracks come in, and, you mm-hmm. know, and you got like the different, but it's all on a rhythm, and that's all done by a drum, and I would imagine that all comes back from rock. Well, I mean, if you argue drums, you could go back to the Revolutionary War with them drumming to the beat of them marching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So drums are the most influential instrument. Instrument. Not not music genre. <laughs> there could be just drums, drum line. See, and, and yeah, I kind of like... Nick Cannon just got pissed. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he killed it. <laughs> Those See, were in his hands, by the way. <laughs> of course not. And my... my they were busy somewhere else. I'm with Zach as far as most important to an individual. Me, I would pick rock because... Rock is the music that I like. It's what gets me pumped, whatever. It relaxes me. And so I, in my own personal opinion, rock is the most important. But this is more saying as far as like most important in history is hip hop because and I, it I just revolutionized it. You look at what um, the Beastie Boys. Yeah. You look at what Beastie Boys did for the music industry and yeah. they changed a lot. And they're classified under hip hop. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, you look. Man, at the, I hated the Beastie Boys. Oh, I love the Beastie. I Boys. I didn't like them until later. Like they're and not all their music, just like some of their more popular songs. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, that's cool. I like Man, the Beastie I, Boys, but I yeah, you you look at what them. they did for the music industry, and they they're pioneers. I yeah. I would say they're pioneers in the in that they you are eighties nineties music history. I'll respect it. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel about a lot of country. Yep. I respect that they Ain't play their own like instruments country. and write their music, but don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> I can't say that. I like country. Well, some. See, some. and that's some of the hip hop like, out there. It's like some of those, some of the hip hop artists, rappers, they are lyrical geniuses. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then you've got others that are just your Mickey Mouse club. I can't play an instrument. I barely have a good voice. Need Thank goodness for auto tune. Mm-hmm. Like, see, and, and that's yet why they're out there making millions. That's like, why the, like the Island Boys. <laughs> island Boys. Island Boys. <laughs> Absolute garbage. Oh, like horrible. To, to think that you're actually good. Like, come on. They were blasted out they of their minds, man. Oh, Did yeah. you see them? They oh, thought yeah. they were good for so sure. Dumb. <laughs> but I mean, I've, that's how I've always been with music is like, I, I've always had more respect for the bands. And so a lot of like rock and roll and, and punk rock and pop punk and stuff like that, because 
because they did it all themselves. Yes. Yeah. Like I had the respect for their the talent, yeah. their creation, all that stuff. And that's why I've never been a huge fan of like pop because it's, it's, it's a lot of it's, to me, it's all by made up. Else. Exactly. It's yes. all made up. Somebody else wrote the songs for them. Yes. Somebody else created the track for them. In like, fact, unless even, you're Eminem. Yeah. Even, uh, like does Katie, he create his own music? Uh, I don't know I about the does. beats, but I know he writes it yeah. all. Oh, he yeah. does not have yeah. a ghostwriter. He is very oh, yeah. proud of that. I think even Katy Perry came out one time and said that, like, all of her hits, they were written by someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And then sold to her or whatever, and she made, or they were written just for her, but. Yep. Yeah. I, and even, uh, Sia is actually like a, a pop artist that I I really enjoy her because I found out that she used she was a music writer and wrote her her kind of breakthrough song. Um, I think it was Chandelier. She wrote that for Rihanna and Rihanna passed on it. And somebody was like, you have a good voice. Why don't you sing it? Yeah. Like, sing it. And but she has she she's deathly afraid. Like she has. What is it? Dysmorphia, body dysmorphia. No, well, I don't know if she, she might. She hates. She has massive stage fright. Oh, she hates being on stage in front of people, <laughs> and that's why she wears all those crazy outfits, like covers her face. You can't even see her anytime she performs. Hmm. But like, I think her, vo- I think her voice is cool and unique, and like, she writes her own music. Mm-hmm. Interesting. The most uh, important is punk rock from the nineties and eighties, baby. Punk Got that offspring. Dude, so good. Yeah. No one that guy's had a PhD. All right. I think it's Last funny. one because we're I need it. to drive yes. to California in the morning. <laughs> um, all right, last one. Are video games unhealthy? No. No. Yes. Agree to disagree. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> so present uh, your talking points, sir. So I can't think straight. I, I got a full bladder. I'll be right back. Oh, you, oh. Go ahead. No, go ahead. All this. Oh, okay. I actually found this on WebMD. However it, trustworthy it that is. It does not give you cancer. However trustworthy <laughs> that is. WebMD says video games are healthy. As oh. long as they are done in moderation. That's like what's going to be my argument. So the facts are... It, uh, it the mental stimulation. Almost every part of your brain is working mm-hmm. when you are achieving high levels. Things like that helps your hand-eye coordination. Yep. Um, playing video games works on deeper parts of your brain. Um, your feeling of accomplishment. So mm-hmm. when you earn badges, mm-hmm. trophies, things like that, you've got the feeling of accomplishment. Um, it in, it just include or uh, improves your just overall well-being in that sense. Um. It uh, it says it uh, your mental health recovery, regardless of the type, video games can act as a distraction from pain and psychological trauma. Um, it helps people dealing with mental disorders like anxiety, depression, ADHD, and PTSD. Um, the social interaction you can play online, you can play with your friends, things like that. Um. The emotional resilience. Video games teach people how to fail and then recover. Mm-hmm. Um, it teaches you uh, to, despite what people may think, playing video games boosts your mood and has lasting effects. It teaches you to keep trying after you fail. Um, wow. 
it's uh, this play more video games, mm-hmm. right? Um, the like sh- strategic side of it, role playing and other strategic games can help strengthen problem solving skills. There's little research that says violent video games are bad for your mental health. Almost any game that encourages decision making and critical thinking benef- is beneficial for your mental health. Um, but then, yeah, then it kicks in the the you have to set limits, though. It was saying. Spending too much time. Let's see, where is it? Um, oh, it gave like a specific. Oh, right here. More than 10 hours per week is considered excessive in the in these cases. You may have uh, anxious feelings, unable to sleep and not want to or not want to be in social settings. So as long as you're playing in moderation, less than 10 hours a week, video games can actually be healthy for you. I agree. I could have told you that. Yup. <laughs> no, Honestly, I, I, I was, actually, I was kind of, I was dumbfounded. Cause like, I thought, you know, some of those, especially depending on the video game, but like it specifically says like first person shooters and stuff. It, they're the graph, the violence of it isn't actually as unhealthy as you think. Cause you're more thinking strategically. Mm-hmm. You're not focusing on the actual violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I actually did a, a study on this back in when I was in college and, um, basically I don't remember everything, but I, I had this big, huge old paper that I wrote and the big takeaway was that at the time, um, there was probably like another high school or another school shooting. I can't remember. And the, the culprit was video games. It was a common theme mm. for Wasn't a while. That around they always, Columbine? They always tried to, yeah, they always tried Columbine to was well games. before then. Oh. But you know, Columbine was blamed on Marilyn Manson and oh. <laughs> one of stuff. one of them though. I remember that because they blamed because they pulled the fire alarm and just started shooting, and they blamed the first person shooters because they were just doing it just like a video game. Yeah, I don't because remember the which... video game is made to mimic real life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I don't remember the uh, the school shooting that happened or anything like that, but I remember researching it and going kind of heavy into it because at that time I was also very much into call of duty. Um, specifically, I think it was like two and three. Uh, but anyway, ones. yeah, they're so <laughs> good. And, um, basically everything that it boiled down to was that all the test subjects that, uh, sat down that had aggression or, um, problems with like, uh, Oh, shoot, I can't remember the like word. ADHD and uh, but not no, just like OCD. No, just being like super upset all the time. Just uh, like anger management. Yeah, anger management. Having all those issues, they found that after playing, their frustration levels, their anger levels, everything was a lot lower. And mm-hmm. they did it on like a scientific level, measuring um, brainwave activity mm-hmm. and uh, your serotonin levels and all that stuff in your brain. And so I was like. There it is. I knew it because if I'm ever having a rough day and I sit down yeah. to play video games, dude, I feel so much better afterward. It's oh, like yeah. a it's like a vent session. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. They've done studies with uh, Tetris specifically where if you can't sleep, like you're thinking too much, you got too much on your plate, you're stressed out, you're thinking about all the stuff going on. If you play like 10 minutes of Tetris right before bed, it completely clears your mind because it forces your brain to put all its energy into, I believe, your prefrontal cortex, like the problem solving area of your brain. And it it doesn't allow you to think about those other things because you're focused on 
putting these little blocks in the right place and organizing them. So it clears up your mind and you can go right to sleep. But also they've studied it in trauma victims and people who experience extreme trauma. If they play Tetris, like almost immediately after experiencing this trauma, same thing. It pushes out all the the traumatic like thoughts, thoughts. and memories and things, pushes them away so that they can get they actually get past this trauma a lot faster. Mm. Wow. And That's it doesn't awesome. it doesn't deep seat like it would without it because it's 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 a good distraction and frees you up. And it's not just a temporary blocker. Mm-hmm. It actually pushes it out. Yeah. Interesting. Think That's of it amazing. like it's it's almost like it's stopping it from taking root. The That's thoughts amazing. and the memories and stuff. Yeah, it's wild. Have you played the the new Tetris? <clears throat> um no. I did after reading that study, like well, Try, there, I don't. There's a new Tetris that you can get on. I, I know it's on Xbox because that's where we have it. We have uh-huh. it installed upstairs, but it's awesome. Really? It, yeah. Like it has all these really cool interaction things going on in the background and it's you're it's meant to be audibly enjoyed. So it's got really nice. cool music and, and effects that go to the that's... music and it gets your brain into a rhythm. Well, even just the original Tetris, even that music, I still have that song in my head. Oh, dude. I'm singing it right now. (laughs) It's a a Russian, like, like classical song. It's seriously next level. Like, you're meant to wear 7.1 headphones with it because it takes you into a different place. It's amazing. (laughs) I love watching Jess play it because she's really good at it. Oh, that's awesome. Zach, thoughts? He's like, I just want to go home. <laughs> I just want to go to bed. That does make me feel better, though, because Micah, I, I'm, I've always been really hesitant about screen time with Micah being only three right now. Right. And so I'm like, I don't know if she should well, be playing and- video games, but like Mario Kart, we don't let her play it all the time, but she'll play Mario Kart and she'll have the little handicap adjustments where it like steers kind of like it doesn't let her fall off the, uh-huh. the level. And she is growing quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm learning how to like control it and move it. And so it's awesome. Cause she's, you can see the, like, the mental pieces kind of coming together. See, and that's why I wish, cause like Cam, you and I, we were kind of talking about it a little bit that you can almost get a different, uh, vibe out of your kids when they've had too much screen time, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And I get that from my kids and I'm like, according to this, they should feel better, but I feel like I get a worse attitude out of my kids after mm-hmm. they've been on it the issue is, is how know. longer they stay yeah yeah it. and i was gonna say that i you know this says you know limit uh less than 10 hours a week but i, I i'm sure it depends on the the age um as a younger person i would assume that would be a little less not to mention the game so they love minecraft and i yeah tried minecraft to, is great i'm trying to think positively minecraft is great for those creativities i mean some of the stuff they build i'm like that's actually really impressive and i'm i'm proud of them for that but there's no effort there's no actual challenge yeah as, as, at least for them because they like to just play it's in creative, they go in creative mode. mode yeah jude it. likes to actually play uh survival a, a lot but uh but all in all i'm like let's branch out you know play some games that actually give you a challenge like yeah i don't know i think but. the biggest thing is just like everything all things in moderation yeah yep. like yeah it's one of my favorite things about playing video games is when you get stuck on something crazy difficult and you cannot beat it you go to sleep your brain fixes the problem through the night you wake up the next morning and beat it instantly <laughs> <laughs> never fails <laughs> 
Uh, and like it, it just shows you like it is. It's giving your brain something to work on. It's it's trying to. It wants to find the solution. Even the music is designed to drive you forward. Yeah. So it's See, really but, good to listen to game music when you're trying to get tasks done because it pushes you forward. And I, I, I hate to keep dragging this on, but my my other argument is they say you're not supposed to be on a screen right before bed. Because like the mm-hmm. lights and stuff like that. Now your brain is running and you can't actually like go into that deep sleep. But I don't That's know. That's blue light. You can you can counteract that with glasses or night shift. <laughs> you know. uh, is it really only blue light that does that? It's it a blue lot light. Of it. it simulates yeah, sunlight and it makes your brain it throws off your circadian rhythm, makes yeah. you, and your why, melatonin production. That's uh, why a lot of the phones nowadays come with a Nighttime mode. Yep, yeah, the night yeah. shift and stuff. Yeah, does shift. That. Like that guy turns a, that guy a yellowish on, color on your phone. That guy on Joe Rogan that was talking about sleep. He he mentioned like staring at your phone right before bed can set back your melatonin production by like two hours. Yeah, That's so crazy. So huh. so if you're doing it, use some blue light glasses. Put on a night shift, whatever. Oh, awesome! This Woo! was fun. Yeah. This was, uh, I thought this was a pretty deep debate yeah, episode. Way deeper than I was I expecting. More be, better yeah. than like pancakes or waffles. <laughs> waffles. <laughs> waffles. That's no debate. Pancakes. pancakes. Okay. Thanks for being part of this crowd. <laughs> <laughs> we love you all so much. We'll see you here next week with our buddy Chris as well. Oh, man. Um, but uh, love having you. Guys. Be sure to unless it gets put out of place, then we'll be here in two <laughs> yeah. weeks with Chris. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> I um, guess you guys will find out when it happens. Yep. <laughs> if you're still listening at this point, make sure you like and subscribe. Join if you can. Um, anything helps. We would love to be able to start doing this full time, putting out more episodes than yeah. just one a week. A lot uh, of you guys. Yes. I have seen so many comments in the last probably like two weeks. Like I hate that you guys only post once a week. You guys are my weekly escape. And dude, I would love a morning show. Dude, Dude, I, that is like <laughs> seriously the biggest goal of ours is we would love to do a morning show where literally it's like cut and dry to like no editing, no nothing. We're just live and go. That'd be but, awesome. Uh, we have can't... like a TV on and we're like, oh, dang, something's happening. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? We're going to go out to Zach with Chopper 5. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, help us get there, guys. Share us with your friends, your family. Uh, seriously, ratings, everything helps. Yep. Love you all. Have a good night. Uh, thank you Morning, for being whatever part of this you're crowd. listening to this. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Later.